and welcome to a very, very special episode of Speak On It. Uh, this is Reggie. This is Jonathan. Uh, yes. Um, this episode will be coming out on eight twenty four, which is for us, it's Kobe Day. Yes. Um, it's still crazy that that man is no longer with us. Mm-hmm. Um, man, even thinking about it, it just doesn't even seem real. Yeah. Uh, just crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to pay homage to this man. Give him all the flowers, all yes. of them. Like, he deserves every, all of it, just yes. all of it. Um, I want to just read off his accomplishments. Uh, five-time NBA champion, two-times finals MVP, uh, NBA regular season MVP in 2008, and he should have had more than just one, but that's Facts. for a whole nother, uh discussion. 18-time All-Star. Four-time All-Star Game MVP, eleven-time first-team All-NBA, two-time second-team, and two-time third-team All-NBA, mm-hmm. nine-time All-Defensive first-team, three-time second-team All-Defensive team, two-time scoring champion, the slam dunk champion in '97. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on the rookie team in '97, which. Still irritates me to this day because your second team rookie coming off the bench, fucking Dale Harris. Fuck, I man. really hate Fuck. that man. I really do. <laughs> like he, he, we retired. He was number three in scoring, and I'm not saying he would have passed Kareem or anything like that. But could second you imagine sure. those two years that he was basically riding the bench? Yes. You know what he would have done. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um. Uh, he got both of his jerseys retired. He changed numbers, and the Lakers just decided, you know what, you were so great in both. We're going to retire both. And the stats are very similar to proven. Very well. Like, uh, somebody posted this, that if you would have just took number eight career, that's a Hall of Fame career right there in itself. Yes. Then you add 24 and just a legend. Just mm-hmm. a complete legend. Yes. And shoot, even after all these accomplishments, he moved on into storytelling, book writing, mm-hmm. and won a, uh, an Oscar. Emmy. Oscar, yeah, an Oscar yeah, after that. Mm-hmm. Just an amazing, amazing man. Um, gone way too soon. Yes, man. Um, I guess we have so many memories we can reflect on. Just... Tell me some of your first and best memories of a cult. Um, my first memory, I remember, I'm a diehard Laker fan, so I literally, my dad used to watch Laker games all the time, including preseason. And um, the first game I remember, we was in Honolulu, Hawaii, and the big hype was around Shaq being signed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's where a lot of the coverage went. But... I remember at one point during the game, the crowd just started chanting, Kobe, Kobe. I remember. And I was like, to be honest, I didn't know much about him at that time. But um, the way the crowd was chanting, Shaq was hyping him up, you know, like the crowd, like, get louder, get louder. Um, That was my first memory. But I remember he couldn't play because he was so young. He was still 17. Mm -hmm. And he he couldn't even sign his contract yet. Crazy. It was it was, it was, or it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I remember on the court, uh, it was at the end of a game, and uh, he did a crossover, right left, went to the middle, one dribble, just a power dunk. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. In my mind, like I say, being a Laker fan as long as I have, I was like, how's this man not getting PT? Right. Uh, we had Eddie Jones starting at the time, and he was decent. You know, actually, I'm not going to say a lot. Yeah, we had, be respectful. He was being, you know, he was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. But even then, I was like, how is he not play? And then the next year's when, you know, he started going, coming off the bench and scoring 30 points. That game versus Jordan. Yep. Being selected to an all star team. Yes. Uh, starting an all star team, he didn't even start on his own team. the irony man so those are memories I remember the first memories I remember and what about you 
Oh man, honestly, um, my first memories were low key, almost off the court. Um, my uh, older brother, shout out to my brother Walden. Uh, hey, yeah, what's up, Walt? Who got me into basketball? Um, we seen him um, take Brandy to the prom. Right. And um, I go lie, like he he used to be so full of himself, like the swag he carried himself with, and. I remember, like, who's this guy? And then when he did his press conference to um, declare for the draft, he had the shades on his head yes. in the gymnasium. I'm yes. just like, who is this guy? You know, I was a kid at the time. And then, um, then of course, you know, the when we got him in the trade at the draft, I was like, okay, I'm excited. You know what I mean? And then I think I said on a prior um, show we had, man, uh, that preseason game where he uh, crossed up, like I said, went to the middle, just dunked over Ben Wallace, <laughs> seeing Nick Van Exel and that whole bench just, just go, go crazy. crazy. He got me. I was, I was like, this is my guy right here. Mm-hmm. He's who got me into basketball. You know what I mean? And that right there, it was, I was just like, you know, that, that was my guy. Yeah. I was I was the same way. Um, he always had that comparison to Mike. Mm-hmm. Um even from you know the second year in the league, the mannerisms know, it was it was the same. Yeah, what was also the same was the talent. Like, Definitely, he wasn't all the way there yet, but you could see it. Mm-hmm. Um, could you imagine if he had his own team where he was like LeBron when he first came into the league, where he was the best player on the team from day one? Absolutely. Could you imagine you know uh, just how his career? I mean. Looking back on hindsight, it still was a legendary career regardless. But if he would have been able to showcase what it was at a younger age. Yes. Um, to me, that's why um, another reason I hate Daryl Harris. Um, the air balls. Oh. Um, First adversity, I feel, for him. Right. But it was the way he was thrown into that situation. People don't realize. And I actually had to do research myself. Okay. Um, the, he People don't realize he got the PT like he did because him, uh, if you remember, Dell Harris had got into it with Nick Van Exel the game before. Mm-hmm. There's it's a video on YouTube of Van Exel and uh, Dell Harris yelling at each other on the bench. Yes. Like a full-blown argument. Mm-hmm. So game five comes around, and Dell Harris decides, you know what, Kobe, go out there. Like you threw that man to the wolves, right? And mind you, up until that air balls, he had done pretty decently. Mm-hmm. And even when he shot those air balls, I mean, that's a big moment for anybody to be put in this, any yes. scenario. Even yes. that's what makes Jordan shot versus Utah so legendary. That was a great moment. Yeah. But the pressure of that moment is also what makes it so great. Definitely. So, just imagine being eighteen. I know where I was at eighteen. You know, yes. just trying to deal with life in general. Yes. Difficult. So you mean you're gonna go into a winner go home situation mm-hmm. on the road in one of the most difficult arenas to play in in Utah, and you're expected to hit that shot. And even Shaq said nobody on that team wanted to take that shot at all. And I mean, he kept shooting. And even before the last three, he shot in overtime. He had drives that he took to the middle and scored. Mm-hmm. So he was trying to handle the pressure. It just was really, really difficult for an 18-year-old man to be shooting in that scenario. So I understand it. But it made who he ended up being. Definitely. Um, yeah. He even said himself, like, all those air balls, they all felt good leaving his hands. Exactly. You know. And you can't knock that. It's just, I'm sure in reality, there's a tendency to where all shots came up short. Right. You know what I mean? It's it wasn't just, like he shot one air ball long and then he shot mm-hmm. one short. They were all short. Yep. Tensed up. Yeah, but that happens. And I feel like if he would have been used more during the season, maybe in that scenario, maybe he shoot, gets his air balls out the way in a regular season game. Absolutely. Instead of a playoff game where you get eliminated because you didn't make the shot. So that was that's difficult. Um, mm-hmm. what's the 
another legendary moment I can think of. Um, the first one for me, I was like, okay, we're all right. Because I remember we had traded um, Van Exel. We traded uh, um, Eddie Jones and mm-hmm. uh, got rid of everybody. Um, 2000. Before we even got to Portland. Okay. Um, versus Phoenix. Mm. Game two of the second round. Down one. And Kobe has the ball. He drives right, cuts back left. I think it was Jason Kidd and somebody else came on him. And he mm. double clutches and hits a game winner. Nasty. It, Nasty. Man, I remember that shot like it was yesterday. Yeah. Um, at that moment, I was like, okay, we're, we're ready for this now. We got mm-hmm. somebody that can close because we already had Shaq. He was yep. the most dominant player. But to close a game, I wasn't sure we had anybody. Mm-hmm. Completely sure. And Kobe solidified it that moment. He solidified, solidified that moment for me. Um, and see, for me, I, I agree with that. Honestly, it wasn't for until that um, that finals against Indiana, right? When uh, you know Shaq fouled out, and Kobe kept gesturing, you know, I got us. Don't worry right. about, it. I got it. And, and the way he took over the, the the rest of that game, that's when I was like, he's that dude, man. Yeah, he's he's really that dude. So yeah, he, that was my moment. Yeah, and then the next year, like Shaq has already said, you know. He was okay. Yeah, I got his championship ring. He was right with the world. Uh-huh. And Kobe, really, I guess by his own words, I want to say about a week after they had won the championship, was right back in the gym working on his craft. And he came back in 2001, a whole different beast. So was. Greater beast, I should say. Yeah. Um, Shaq was playing like garbage at the beginning of that season, but Kobe's out there throwing 30, 40, 50 point games out there, uh-huh. keeping us afloat until they got on the same page and we had that amazing run in the playoffs, 15 and one. Yep. Uh man. Yeah, I think I think like you said, Shaq was content after the first ring. So I think he took the mentality of, okay, I'm gonna just start coasting through the regular season. Let me just get us to the playoffs and you know I'll take over. Right. But Kobe was just like Nah, man, I gotta get it. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, I'm a little bro, but I need, I got more talent to show. Yeah, you know what I mean? And he definitely did that. And I believe in '01, Kobe showed he was the best player in the league. That's where mm-hmm. he took that title from. Yeah. Uh, especially in those playoffs, uh, people love to say, uh, "Shaq, he rolled Shaq's coattails." Watch, it's watch awesome. those '01 games. I'm telling you. I still remember the Sacramento game, game four. Shaq gets in foul trouble. Kobe goes for 48 versus the Kings. Nasty. First game versus San Antonio. I think he went for 45. (sighs) And (laughs) if you watch the telecast, uh, uh, Doug Collins, (laughs) I always laugh because he he did it all during Kobe's career. It was like he was busting nuts. I mean, I'm serious. Yeah. Kobe juice a jump shot. He'd be like, oh. Because the shots were so amazing what he yeah. was doing. I still remember that shot. He, uh, It was like, I want to say about a 10-foot shot. He missed it. You have David Robinson, one of the best defenders, centers uh, of that era. Mm-hmm. And you got Tim Duncan ready for the rebound. And mind you, Kobe had just shot a jumper 10 feet away. Mm-hmm. Missed it. And who's the first person off the ground to get that and dunk it basically over both of them? Yep. Man. Yeah, I know. For me, my favorite uh, Kobe season, I, I feel like his best was the old 2 season when he came back with the with the throw off, mm-hmm. bulked up in the gym. Yeah. He did some of the most amazing stuff that year. I'm talking – Score forty points, ten straight games, fifty point games, right. sixty two and three quarters. That's that's the year when he he banged on Spreewell in the garden. He just dunked all over Garnett and the Timberwolves and mm-hmm. just put on a complete masterpiece that season. That was one of the years he got uh, should have got MVP. Yes. He got robbed, you know, because the whole stigma. Oh, well, you were the Shaq, so but 
Yeah, yeah. Those years, the uh, after after I want to say oh three, we knew Kobe was the man. And I think Shaq felt some type of way. Definitely. And I mean, that's what ended up being the demise of those two. Yes. But even then, Kobe came back after Shaq got traded in 05. Uh, that team, 05, 06, and 07 were complete garbage. Complete garbage. Waste of his prime. Right. Absolute waste. I mean, you had Chris Mim and Smush Parker. Mm. Uh, uh, what's his name? Doesn't we, matter. We always just don't, because he always pisses me off. I, you're right, you don't matter. Oh, no, we had. Uh, uh, Brian Grant, uh, Tier Brown. That's who I was thinking of, Mister. I'm across you over, but I can't finish shit. We had so many bums on that team, dude. Like, but somehow I don't. That team is not a playoff team. But Mm. before Kobe got hurt, I think we were sixty, sixty, yeah, fifth or sixth. I know it was somewhere around there. Somehow we had us in contention. Uh, We didn't make the playoffs in '05. Mm-hmm. 06 we bring back Phil and yeah. to me this was his greatest season that 06 season yeah. averaging almost 36 a game mm. of course the Dallas game where he outscored the entire Dallas team through three quarters 63 to, <laughs> 62 yeah, to 61 man. Yep. Um, man. <laughs> and of course that 81 point game yep I still remember watching that game. I watched all the way through, and we were getting our ass whooped the first two quarters. And for this man to score 55, 55 and a half, just let that marinate, 55 and a half. Most people are happy for that in a game. Yep. He scored that in a half, an NBA game. Not one of these little Drew League games, and no disrespect to the Drew League, mm-hmm. but an NBA game to do what he did just remarkable uh, I'll never forget I wish I had a better story but I hate the fact I didn't see that game live Ugh. so what happened you said it the first half was terrible mm-hmm. and back in those days I think I was 20 I was working graveyard overnight I said yeah. I'm gonna get some sleep you start blowing up my phone yep talking about Bro, did you just see that? What are you talking about? He's like, Coco dropped 81. I was like, that don't really make sense. No. So I, I got to turn to ESPN uh, immediately. And like Stuart Scott's doing the uh, mm. the highlights. I'm like, this fool really scored 81 points. 81 points. Ugh. And what makes it even worse, or, or better, I should say, you knew he was getting the ball. Mm-hmm. There was no if, ands, or buts about it. You knew where the ball was going. And they couldn't stop it. And, yeah, some of it was, um, you know, uh, I still never forget. It was a double pump he did on somebody. Mm-hmm. Two people on him. In the corner, it was on the right wing corner. He double pumps. And one person jumps. The other person stays down. And he shoots, gets fouled, so that the other person's still defending him. Nothing but net. Nothing. Literally, the bet, the best bad shot maker of all time. Right. This is no debating. Like I said, that takes me back to when uh, he hit them shots over the Kobe stopper, Ruben oh, Patterson. Yes, oh four. Yes, two of the most difficult shots I've ever seen. Please look it up on YouTube if you haven't seen it. Right. To win us the the Pacific Division, man. Right. Just oh, no, man. another moment I remember was his last uh, encounter with Jordan when he was on the Wizards, and mm-hmm. you know we only played them two times a year, and uh, we lost the first game, and you know you know how Jordan be, and uh, talk his shit right, yeah. and at that time Kobe was trying to negotiate his shoe deal, mm-hmm. so if you remember that year. He was wearing all types of different shoes. He was. So that game in particular, he decided to wear some Jordans. Mm -hmm. And uh, as story has it, Michael tells him, uh, you can wear the shoes, but you can never feel them. Mm. So uh, 
I guess the next two weeks, the gaps in between, you know, the Wizards playing the Lakers again, Kobe doesn't speak to the rest of the team. And some of his teammates go up to Phil Jackson and say, uh, what's wrong with Kobe? You know, why is he not talking to us? He's mad or something? Mm-hmm. And Phil Jackson tells him, you know, this is what Jordan said. So they was like, oh, we know what's about to happen. And sure mm-hmm. enough, when they met again, that that moment, watching it live, watching, you know, him just pull up and just hit jumpers in people's faces. Yep. You know, some of them threes reminded me of what Steph is doing now. Yeah. It was amazing. 42, we remember. 42 points at halftime. Ugh. 42. It was it was ridiculous what that man was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another moment I remember. Um and then jumping back to after to the end of that 06 season, well, we're the seventh seed and we're playing Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember that dunk on Nash. Ugh. Oh my goodness! That that's my screensaver for like mine too. Months, mine too. On my Motorola flip phone. <laughs> yep. And then that game winner he hit. I was I I remember this because I was at work. Uh, I worked at Seminole mm-hmm. in the bingo hall. We used to have these big TVs, mm-hmm. and they were showing the game. And uh, you know, we're supposed to be doing our job, but you know, I'm sitting there trying to watch the game. You know, trying to dish out bingo packs or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. And I remember that jump ball at center court. Watching, I was like, if Kobe gets this, he's got a chance. Okay. And when he hit that jumper, when I tell you I'm jumping up and down that bingo, I bet I was losing it to the point where the bingo call was like, okay, we're gonna shut off the TV because uh, we're here for bingo. At that point, I didn't give any fucks. No fucks were given at that moment. Uh Uh, I was so happy. Uh, even though we lost that series, I remember Game Six. We lost that game, but he dropped fifty. He sure did. He dropped fifty that game, but that just shows you how trash our team was. You dropped fifty, and you got literally no help, mm-hmm. none. Uh, just amazing. Yeah, man. And then we, um, man, we skip forward to the '09 Finals mm-hmm. uh, against the Magic. That that was that was supposed to uh, be the year, you know, Kobe versus LeBron. Yes, you know what I mean. Had the puppets, mm-hmm. commercials, and a whole bit. You know, Kobe did his part in a way harder conference. Right. You know, uh, LeBron back in those days did what he did, came up short. Right. You know what I mean. So we had to settle for the born magic mm. against you know us, and I just remember the final seconds before the buzzer went off. Before he he got that fourth ring, seeing the emotion and passion on his face mm-hmm. of knowing like, God, finally, I finally got this one without Shaq. Mm-hmm. You know, I seen the, the joy in his face. It was the one of the best things I've ever seen. I've never been so happy for him to him accomplish that because that's the biggest stigma in his career was he was just Shaq's uh, roadie, right? You know what I mean and. It's just, it's just great. And now, in the era of super teams that we are in, in now, a dynamic duo ain't nothing. No. You know what I mean? So, no. I got to take it just a little bit before that. Okay. Uh, the Western Conference Finals, Game 3 in Denver series is tied 1-1. Mm-hmm. And uh, Denver was playing very, very well at that time. Uh, they Mellow were like, AI? No, that wasn't the AI one. That was the one with Chauncey. Chauncey. Oh, yeah. yes. You're right. You're right. And uh, we're down two. I want to say it's about a minute, something like a minute left. And J.R. Smith is all over him. Mm-hmm. And Kobe shoots this three-pointer. It's, he shoots it, but it's not like he's shooting it straight up. It's His body is tilted to the left as mm-hmm. he's shooting it. And he drains it. And then he gave that Mamba look. Ooh, I forgot. About right that. after yep. that, I rem- I was like, "Wow." Yep. Yeah, that was a moment I remember. Uh, 
jumping to 2010, that finals, um, to get that revenge versus Boston because any type of Laker fan knows that it's great to be, you know, to be champions. Um, As much as I love, you know, the Lakers or whatever, you know, in the early 80s, you know, they had won two championships already. But the one that mattered the most, and they'll tell you this, was that 85 ring because they beat Boston. Mm-hmm. It meant something. You know, the Lakers had always lost to Boston. Hell, that Lakers team the year before had just lost to Boston in seven games. Yeah. So it meant something to beat Boston. So for mm-hmm. Kobe to be in that realm versus that team to lose in 08 mm-hmm. and then to win in 2010 versus them, yeah. Legend. Just just a legend, man. And then you you take it forward to to 2013. Um, then that was the year, you know, we had Dwight Howard and Steve mm-hmm. Nash. And this is going to be our comeback season after a couple of down years. Yeah, remember and, uh, that was also the year we had got uh, Time Warner Sportsnet. And they just knew we was about to win a championship. Remember, they mm-hmm. came out backstage Lakers and all the oh. day. They just knew, so we got to make sure we document this. And mind you, that was still the season that Chris Paul was supposed to be our point guard. Oof. And they fucked us over. Mm-mm-mm. You know, eight years later, I still will never forgive that. Nope. But back on subject, um, Kobe, the last, I want to say, 10, 15 games, Literally willing us. Literally. Willing us, you know. The three uh, three-pointers versus Serrano. That yeah. game in Portland. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the two that stick out the most. And that leads up to that game versus Golden State. Um, For some, I, I don't know if you had watched that game all the way through or not. I did, I did. Um, how many times that game, he came up limping. Yep. You know, uh, his knee. I know he hyperextended his knee that game. Yeah. Uh, I think it was his finger was acting up. Yep. And he single-handedly kept us in that game until that drive going to the left when his Achilles popped. Yeah, man. Man. But even then, knowing what that meant for the team, because technically, you know, with a torn Achilles – uh, he shouldn't have been out on that court. You can't even stand up. You can't. Um, the rule would have been that Golden State could have picked any Laker, you know, to shoot free throws, which mm-hmm. means more than likely they would have shown probably Dwight. Yeah, more yeah. than likely. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you send Dwight to, that, to the line, there's a very realistic chance he misses both. We're already yeah. trailing as is. Mm-hmm. Or I, I don't remember if we're trolling or we were tied. One of the two. It was very close. So he goes to the free throw line, and that's right. We were to, we was together watching yep. that game because uh, we was we at lo- Mark's house. Yeah, we was looking and we was looking like, dang, Kobe don't even look right going to the line. How are you gonna play? His face just looked different, like because of course he knew at that point like yeah, it was over, defeated. Yeah, but he comes back out and hits those two free throws. And then watching him walk off that court, it was like, man. And you got to shout out the level of type of man and pain threshold he has. Like a torn Achilles, he walked to the free throw line, mm-hmm. sunk two free throws, and then walked back on his own power. Right. You know, like if I get a Charlie horse, I'm down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I just so much admiration for that man, you know, and – you know, you go forward a couple of years, and he was never the same again after Achilles' injury because then they started mounting up. He had a knee injury right? and a shoulder, shoulder. injury and, and, you know, everything that age, you know. And, yeah, and it finally caught up with him. Mm-hmm. Um, Fast-forwarding basically to that last season, yeah. I remember I was on the phone with you when he dropped uh, that he was retiring. Yeah. And I don't know, it hit me differently. Because in the moment, I kind of was happy because of everything he was going through. Yep. And, you know, you listen to the first take and or just ESPN in general, 
and they basically tarnishing this man's name for the last you know couple years because you know he's hurt he's a shell of himself 100th best player type shit yeah um so to hear him you knew why he was playing the way it wasn't like you know it's the prime of his career and he's just bumming it up this point 20 years in the league coming off you know the achilles Mm -hmm. the uh the broken kneecap the uh rotator cuff uh being torn um and then he even said himself uh when they he went to the doctor for his shoulder they said uh how long have you been playing with this because this isn't something that just happened recently this mm-hmm. is something you've been dealing with for a very long time. Chronic issue. Yeah. yeah. Never got it looked up or checked on until, you know, it was just too much. Mm-hmm. So to get to that point of his career, I was kind of like, you know, happy. But then as the season went along, it started hitting me, you know, enjoy this because you're not going to see this again. Yeah. Like, uh, I knew he wasn't going to be like a Jordan or something like that, that you know what? You know, he, he retires, and then a year later, you know, I could still play this game, you know? Mm-hmm. I knew when he said he was done, he was done. He was done. So, going through that season, we was horrible as it is. It didn't matter to me at that moment because... The farewell tour. Right. You know, and he really even want the farewell tour to a certain point, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember the first game in Philly, you know, the love he got. Yeah. Uh, but he was like, no, I don't want this in every arena I go to, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, the video tributes, the Kobe chants. Damn, man. It, it was amazing. Taking it back, man. Yeah. And then uh, Shaq interviewing him on uh, Inside the NBA. Yep. And he's like, hey, Kobe, we're going to be in L.A. I need you to do me a big one. And he's like, I need you to give me 50. And Kobe's oh. laughing. He's like, no way. This is mm-hmm. not happening. Yeah. In no circumstances. Get to that last game, he drops 60. 60 yeah. in your final NBA game. It's just remarkable. Yeah, that, that game, I'm not an emotional person at all, but seeing him like put up all those shots, make all those shots, and will himself you right. can see the pain on his face he was exhausted he had nothing left to give you know and seeing like when he got that bucket to give him 58 how his teammates just swarmed and hugged him right. he could barely stand up but right. he knew he had to give us one more show yeah you know what i mean the thing what like even he said it afterwards you know that was a moment for him and his family because mm. you know his daughters they were really too young to see prime kobe for the yeah, most part yeah so they got to see Kobe, what best. Kobe, what he was. Uh-huh. He's like, this is what I used to do on a regular. Real this wasn't shit. a special occurrence. Yeah. I used to come out and drop 60 like it was nothing. Really? So they got to see him, you know, in his realm. I mean, yes, I know the game didn't really matter like that as far as, you know, a championship or anything like that. But they got to see what this man did. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. Incredible, man. Then you you go post a playing career where he's already legendary. And then he, he had to give himself a new challenge. Mm-hmm. So he got into the professional story writing and, you know, short films. And, you know, winning an Oscar off of that. And, right. you know, making, you know saying to the people you know i'm not just gonna shut up and dribble right you know what i mean right. showing his intelligence and his creativity man the guy was just a special human that got took from us way too soon yeah um i still remember that january 26 um i had just woke up and i had got on twitter and uh, some people were posting like, oh, TMZ just got hacked. Uh, TMZ just got, they kept posting a lot of people because they were reporting that Kobe died. Yeah. And uh, I remember going on TMZ and the site was down. So mm. in my mind, okay, yeah. It's, it's just cat. got hacked and yep. everything. 
and then uh uh I kept being on Twitter mm. and uh Eyewitness News posted it was the sports reporter and he was like no this is not a fake Kobe Bryant killed in a helicopter and I was like no even then I was like this man just tweeted yesterday about LeBron James passing him exactly yeah I was like no it's it's not true and then um, I kept looking on it never it didn't pop up at ESPN at the time it wasn't popping up on the news and then uh ABC Seven just ran helicopter crashes in Calabasas. Yeah. Kobe Bryant believed on board. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow!" And then, then it started filtering in, and uh, man, yeah. And I think I remember recalling you, mm-hmm. and like I was a mess. Yeah. I was just trying to get it out, like just like, can you believe this shit? Yeah. And I just remember you. Your state of shock was like you're like there's no way like you're tr- yeah. Reggie you tripping yeah. what the fuck are you calling me for because this, this is like about eleven o'clock mm-hmm. like what are you talking about what are you calling telling me this shit and then um, I remember I told you you basically you got off the phone real quick and then the Pro Bowl yeah I, yeah and you seeing all the Kobe tributes. And, it's it's insane. Like I said, um, for me to cry over a person I never met, never right. talked to, to literally like be bawling because, in a sense, he's my hero. Right. You know, he he brought me so much joy and entertainment. Like he seemed like a, a mythical figure to me that couldn't be hurt or you know touched. Right. And seeing him passing and then. Um, you know, and then hearing that you know Gianna died with him, just unbelievable. This it just it just hit so bad, and it, like they're going to do something they both love, which is game of basketball. Right. You know what I mean? And um, just as we sit here a year and a half later, it's just it's just not right. No, it's not right at all, man. And, not um, at all. I just man, you know, all we can do is you know for our our podcast and our part is just to. Tell tell Kobe how much we loved him, and what he meant to us in basketball, and so many people out here in LA and across the world. The guy was a, a icon. That word doesn't get used often, but right. definitely an iconic figure, man. Right. Um, yeah, like I say, as you said, a year, year and a half later, basically, you like mm-hmm. said it doesn't seem real. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still waiting for somebody to just pop up and say it's a hoax and yeah. uh you know he was just you know he was just out taking sabbatical somewhere just relaxing or something like that yep but you know seeing us win that championship in 2020 like i was happy we won but then i was thinking could you imagine if kobe was here mm-hmm. you know being around that you know you know Anthony Davis clear out. You know you went that game winner versus yes. Denver. You know yelling Kobe. You know it uh-huh. meant so much to this generation of players, and uh, for us to win that first championship. You know after he retired. You know he mm. was still even being retired. He was you know he still knew he was still a Laker. There's yeah. an obligation him and Magic and Kareem. They all understand that you know you're still a Laker. It's for life. Yes, something. He told LeBron that, like, same thing. Um, Once you're a Laker, you're a Laker for life. Mm -hmm. So that's all that went through my mind when we won that ring, just, you know, what he would have been thinking, what his thoughts was, and probably giving them motivation for the next year. You know, don't be be happy about it. You know, that mom mentality, yes, celebrate this moment now. But then you know what? Get back right right back at it. Yes. And get back to work because one's not enough. Go for two. Win another one. Mm-hmm. Go for three. That was his man's uh, mentality, mentality, man. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, um, I think what really hurt me too was post-career, as as big as a, a fan, I was a Kobe the player. I was becoming the same 
fan of Kobe the man, mm-hmm. you know, the coach, the father, seeing the relationship he had with John was like inspirational that I can hope I can have with my son one day. It's just like that that bond, you know what I mean? And I just, uh, even just talking about it now, man, it's just, it's, it's crazy. It's bringing my mood down. It's just, it's just not right, man. Yeah, I mean, he's just somebody we're never going to forget. Never. Uh, but I still have trouble watching old Laker games. Mm-hmm. Uh, just seeing, you know, and not just that, the fact that he was giving back to the game as well. Not yes. just not just to, you know, NBA, but WNBA as well. Mm-hmm. You know, people always talking, you know, you know, mess about the WNBA, but he was giving his time to them as well. He, was, he, he even said, it, you know, he loved that game. You know, yep. it's beautiful. That was exact words. It's beautiful. You know, training, uh, helping Candace Parker and um, Sabrina and Lloyd uh, up in Seattle, uh, mm-hmm. helping their games out. You know, uh, he was giving back. And uh, especially with his daughter playing, you have no idea, you know, what he would have done. Personally, I think he probably would have eventually bought a WNBA team. Yes. I do see that happening. I just I see do. him elevating that league just by his stature. Because, I mean, you look now, there's really nobody in the WNBA of that stature that's relevant. They you know? Bring eyes to your team. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I see him doing that. And then, you who knows? Ten years by ne- by ne- uh, go by, we're talking about the WNBA like it's the NBA. You never know. That's what's so bad too was he still has so much to give us. Right. The game of basketball in the world, like it's just so much to give us still. You know what I mean? And um, but his imprint is on us. It's on players. Like you think about his disciples, whether it's people he trained from. Kyrie and Jason Tatum mm-hmm. and it's just the list goes on and on the people he inspired Devin Booker mm-hmm. you know what I mean is is his imprint is on all of us and um, like I said I, there's something we need to do is kind of like a therapy session for us right you know and at the same time just pay homage to um, one of the greatest players and people to ever walk this earth yeah, man. And never be forgotten. Mm-hmm. Uh, put together a collage of uh, Kobe's moments that uh, we're going to put at the end of this podcast. Uh, if you're a diehard Laker fan, you really don't need pictures to describe each one of these moments. Just listen to them. You're going to know exactly what happened on every single play that I uh, put on there. Mm-hmm. Uh Man, that was difficult to make, just listening to it and uh, yes. living those moments. Yeah. But had to be done to pay respect to one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Kobe. Black Mamba. With the 13th pick in the 1996 NBA draft, the Charlotte Hornets select Kobe Bryant from Lower Marion High School in Pennsylvania. And Kobe Bryant making his first appearance in Madison Square Garden. 18 years of age and he'll go to the free throw line. Now, let's give you some perspective. This is the third game of the season. A year ago at this time in his third game for Lower Marion High School, Kobe Bryant was leading the Lower Marion Aces to victory over Haverford High School. (laughs) They will not. Go ahead. Kobe Bryant by midseason will be a guy that, though he's 18, he'll be a key guy for the Lakers. There is his first point in the NBA. Kobe Bryant. Here are the finalists in descending order. Kobe Bryant, Michael Fenley, and Carr. Each player will attempt two dunks here on a rotating basis. So Kobe will dunk, and then so will the other two. Then they'll do it one more time. Oh, between the legs. Kobe Bryant. Look at him. Yes. Check him out. Check him out. <laughs> Check him out. That is so difficult. Some people can't dribble oh, between their legs. So Colby Bryant, the young rookie, straight from high school. Eight seconds left. Bryant, guard above Russell. Five seconds left. Four. Bryant drives. Pull up. Shot on the way. No good. Carver no rebounds. We go to overtime.
with Elvin Campbell, the Lakers get the tip. One bounce, wide right, Van Exel takes stock away, cross court left, open, Kobe drives for three, another air ball. He shoots back to back air ball, jazz basketball. That's hard to believe. Brand, taking, driving to the hoop, crashes in the tag, banks it in, no foul. Kobe Bryant with 11 points. The Lakers, Van Exel, Gilliard, Van Exel backs it out, straight away to Kobe Bryant. Bryant for three, it's short again, air ball. Seven seconds left. It's Stockton to Horty. What a sec. Drive right side. Go to the hoop. Scoop it up. We'll go. Rebound in the far corner. Grabbed away by the Lakers to Van Exel. Van Exel front court. Jazz with him. Stockton all over. Eight seconds. Seven seconds. Here's a three-pointer. Air ball again by Kobe Bryant. Another air ball. Four seconds left. It's Stockton. It's over. Here we got a dribble drive. Change of direction by Bryant. Slam dunk. I think that's what the fans came to see. And you talk about elevation. Chick, he went up to the rafters before he decided to put somebody on a poster. Let's see it again. We left the Mile High City, Code. <laughs> Takes off from the dotted line and just keeps going and decides that, oh, hey, if you're going to stand there, I guess I'm going to make a poster child out again. Hammers it home at some play by the youngster. This is a dribble drive, nice move. Wow, did you see the move by the cat? That's Kobe. With Kobe Bryant in town, I think Michael Jordan had enough of incentive. Kobe Bryant shooting and hitting with Michael Jordan in his face. So Bryant getting his first points of the game. Beautiful screens. He leveled Michael off right there. Michael did not get his hand up. And if you don't get your hand up, you're neutralizing your size. Right, so the NBA center. Kobe Bryant hitting a three from outside. He's got seven points. A spectacular inside. Tony Kukos driving in. And a rebound by Kobe Bryant. Lakers with Kobe Bryant. Fisher inside. Fall away by Kobe Bryant. Is there anything he can't do anywhere on the floor? Yeah, that, that was such a difficult shot. There's nothing to shout about. Little advice from the master right here. Just about tip-off time at Madison Square Garden for the 48th NBA All-Star Game. I'm here with Kobe. What's this moment represent to you to play in the All-Star Game at 19 years of age? It means the world to me. This is my first All-Star Game, playing here in New York City with all these great basketball players. It's an incredible feeling. I'm glad it's finally arrived. How are your nerves? I'm a little nervous. Master Brian, I wonder if you'd mind signing an autograph for me. Of course, of course. He's the youngest starter in NBA All-Star Game history. And guard from the Los Angeles Lakers, Kobe Bryant. Suns by one. They're going to take it off the dribble. This is it now. Game's on the line. You're down one. And Kobe Bryant at the point on a 1-4 offensive formation. Kobe Bryant pulls up for the shot and hits the basket with 2.6 to go, giving the Lakers the lead. Portland has three timeouts left. The Lakers have two. Bryant to shot! Spence in 18 minutes on the floor. Kobe between two defenders. Mark Jackson's got to step in there and trap him and force him. Misses it. Shaw grabs the rebound. That's a loose ball foul on Shaq. That'll be number six. What a big play! That's it. basket he was just inside the line the Laker lead is three again how about the boys of this young guy Our key matchup we talked about look at Reggie Miller squaring him up these two guys played one-on-one -on -one all summer in LA Kobe takes it between his leg he pulls it back hits the jumper and then sort of gives it you know take your time everything's cool I'm not gonna let us lose this game they've got to get a stop here and give themselves a chance to take the lead and you know Kobe is gonna go to work again Here he is over Jackson. How good is this kid? Kobe Bryant, once again, the ball is going to be in his hands. How much do you miss a guy when you don't have him? You miss him for this right here. Huge jump shots. Shaw on the dribble. 
Shot clock at 12. So you don't want to foul now because you've got one to give. They won't shoot free throws. Shaw, running one-hander, followed in by Kobe Bryant. Again, offensive. going to throw it in against Shaq. Reggie turns and pumps it up. Back to you, Mark. As far as Kobe going to the hole, he says it wasn't the game plan to allow him to continue to drive. I don't know what we're going to do in the middle of the game to figure it out, but we got to do something. He's just been way too effective and continues to be. What a move by Kobe Bryant, able to spin his way off Antonio Daniels. Well, not a good sign for the start, uh, start of this uh, third period for the Spurs. Duncan misses an easy shot, and Kobe and Shaq with easy scores. And how about this for just tremendous offense? Kobe Bryant right in the face of both David Robinson and Tim Duncan. Kobe Bryant able to whip by again. Wow. Wow. Didn't Kobe know those good? Duncan and Robinson back there? I mean, he, that was with the left hand. 21 for Kobe. No up just the quickness of Kobe turns the corner on David Robinson. Here comes Duncan a little too late. The Lakers had seven guys in double figures one, and Shaq had seven assists in that game. at a different level. I've never seen him play this well. He was great last year, but he's playing on both ends. So that little break he took in the season, physically and emotionally, really recharged him. This guy right now, coming from in, out, in, uh, out of bounds, picking up the loose ball, and just using his speed and quickness. Remember now, this guy's only 22 years old. Most pressure you can be in, and he handles it like a champ. Kobe Bryant with the beautiful fadeaway. I don't know how you defend that. Well, you don't. You, you, what you do is you say, you know, if you're going to make that kind of shot, we're going to be in trouble in this series. What you don't want him to do is getting to the basket. You'll live with a fadeaway that's challenged. Kobe Bryant. 34 for Kobe. 15 of those 34 came in the third quarter. And the Lakers back to the 14-point lead. They're in the lead right now. This is what they want right there. Six points thrown beautifully by Robert Orr. No pressure on the basketball. Kobe with the reverse. And Sean Elliott's got a hand there, but Kobe almost both elbows over the rim. Seems like as the game is going on, this guy's getting better and better. Uh, you know, Marv, I don't think I've ever seen him play better. Bryant. a second straight NBA Clippers who finish with a 15-1 run. The best all-time playoff winning percentage in the history of the league. He's just going to run it out right now. What class. The Los Angeles Lakers have made it three straight. They need some help. Long run out by Kobe Bryant. You saw what Kobe does best, and that's bring people to their feet with a sensational play in the open court. It comes out of the backcourt. The Lakers trail at 82-74. Oh, Kobe hammers it home right over the top of Josh Howard, and this is a Kobe Bryant playing with a very, very, Dwight Howard, the very, very sore tonight. Dallas, call. Dallas ought to foul somebody else if Kobe can't get it. <laughs> now Kobe for three. I don't believe it. Incredible! 95, 61, adds right. to his career. Okay. 62 okay. for Kobe. I take it back. He is good, but he has more than Dallas has. Kobe threw the three, acknowledging the crowd on their feet, and he has outscored the Mavericks at the end of the third quarter. Yeah, they better give him a standing ovation. Right Did I miss anything while I was gone? Uh, just another one in many. Oh, okay. Kobe Bryant, 28 for 46 from the field. This would be 18 for 20 from the line. And an 81-point game. 55 in the second half. You gotta get him out. One remaining. The Lakers, no timeouts here now. A one-point game. Walton can tip it. Bryant with the save. Oh, you gotta get a shot here. Final seconds. Bryant for the win.
Kobe, you have had an amazing season. Your team finished the top, the most intensely competitive Western Conference. You've helped mold it into a championship contender, and when we thought you couldn't get any better, you did. There have been many performances this year that are MVP worthy, but as it is said, there can only be one, and that one is Kobe Bryant, the recipient of the 2007-2008 NBA Most Valuable Player Award presented by Kia. Congratulations. on this team. Money under pressure. Kobe Bryant took over the game for the United States when the game was cut to two. That's why he's the MVP of the NBA and uh, could be walking out of here with a gold medal to add to his three NBA championships. Kobe Bryant in the N NBA. Kobe Bryant. Shot clock at six. Bryant for three. Puts it in. Kobe Bryant from Ready to celebrate a championship. There's the final seconds. As the buzzer sounds, it's official. The Lakers are NBA champions once again. L.A. wins the 2009 NBA title. Puts up the three, won't go, rebound to Saul, kicks it out to Odom, Odom throws it ahead. The Lakers repeat back-to-back -back titles. The L.A. Lakers, the 2010 NBA champion. The double team to Saul now, the single coverage by Landry, Ariza dropped down, Kobe, oh, up high, down hard, Kobe Bryant. 20 years in one uniform, a Hall of Fame career. A handful of titles and more memories than we can count and we'll never forget any of them. Kobe Bryant announcing this afternoon that this will indeed be his final year as an NBA player and in a Laker uniform. Kobe wrote a poem. Kobe, they're doing, Kobe, they're doing a big celebration for you the last game. A lot of us are going to be there. Can you promise me one thing? What's up? I need 50 that night. Can you do it? Your last, game, your last home game at the Staples. Can you give us 50? 42. Uh, no. <laughs> no, absolutely not. All right, bro. Absolutely not, man. But I, I'm looking forward to seeing you, man. Yes. Like uh, enjoy that, that game one more time, man. Hayward sizing up Larry Nance. Got to the basket. Had it knocked away. In the hands of Kobe. We'll see if he gets 50 here. Bryant going to the basket. Kobe yes. Bryant! There it is! A 50-point game in his farewell. It's a six-point game, so the Lakers are in this one down the stretch. And there it is, the first player to end his career with a 50-point game. Final minute 30, Bryant from 14. Has 53! Unbelievable stuff tonight! You're getting excited with this 50 business, all right? Kobe's got the Lakers' last check. Bryant for three. Go! Oh! Oh! oh. <laughs> Every last bit of him being left out here tonight. He scored the Lakers' last 13. He has 56 points. The stamina tonight. The fact that he's been working so hard from half court to the rim on so many drives. The fact that he is still... Look at the Mack is off on the three rebound by Russell. Here they have a chance. The Lakers down one. Will Kobe give them one last gamer? Bryant. 
on the move with the jumper. He oh, my! 58 points! And the Lakers lead! been great and on his final night it's one last glimpse of greatness for shizzle <laughs> 60 this is absolutely crazy and uh you know to be standing here at center court with you guys my teammates behind me and uh, appreciating all this you know the journey that we've been on you know we've been through our ups and been through our downs and uh, I think the most important part is that we all stay together throughout our daughters Natalia and Gianna you know thank you guys for all your sacrifice you know for all the hours I spent in the gym working and training and Vanessa you holding down the family the way that you have I, I, I can't there's no way that I can thank you enough for that so yeah, from the bottom of my heart thank you and the Oscar goes to don't say La La Land don't say La La Land Dear Basketball Glenn Key and Kobe And uh, what can I say? Mamba out.